Hello, hello, hello. Morning, morning, everyone, or afternoon, whenever you are listening to this podcast. Hope your day is going well so far. And just hope you're having a wonderful time knowing that you are a child of the Most High God. And no matter what comes your way, the victory has already been won. So in today's podcast, I'll be speaking about trusting God's plan for our lives. It can be sometimes difficult to put our own trust in a human being, much less putting our trust in the Lord who we cannot see. So, but as always, before I get into this podcast, I just want to, you know, say a prayer. In everything that we do, the Bible tells us that we must, you know, pray to the Father because he longs to hear from us. So, Heavenly Father, in the mighty name of your Son, Jesus Christ, Father God, I come before you today and I thank you, Lord, most of all. I thank you for life. I thank you for your breath of life. I thank you, Father God, for just being there for us, even when we feel so isolated and alone. I thank you, Lord, for the listeners. I pray, oh, Father God, that whatever it is they're going through, they will realize, oh, Lord, that you are there for them. And as you said in your word, that you will never leave us nor forsake us. Father God, I give you all the glory because worthy is your name. Father God, your love is from everlasting to everlasting. And there is absolutely no one like you, Lord Jesus, because you died on the cross for our sins. You took our place, O Lord. So, Father God, I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. So, welcome again. Welcome, podcast world. Welcome for those who are listening on their various devices. And welcome for those who may be watching this on YouTube. I say welcome. So, have you ever made plans in your life and um, you look so forward to seeing that plan unfold, but only to realize when it starts unfolding that that is absolutely not something that you wanted or, you know, basically you were looking forward to it, but then it didn't meet your expectations. It's like a child when when you are a child and you're looking forward to something and when you get it or your parents buy you a new toy or something and then you may play with it for a few weeks and then after that you get completely bored of it why because in the end it wasn't all that it cracked up to be in the end you realize that there's something else it's like you're constantly moving from something else and wanting something more and this is what happens with we as human beings when we are not seeking God when we are going outside of his will. We feel that everything out there is good for us, but it is not really good for us. Why? Because it's not all free will. God has given us free will, but we must not abuse our free will. The father has plans for you. He has plans for me. 
And whether or not you believe it, those plans are for good. At the end of the day, why would the Lord create us only to want to harm us? That wouldn't make any sense, actually. It's like you now as, um, for example, if you're a cre you create things, whether you, are, you make furniture, you, you cre you're a creator, and when you stand back after you have had the vision, etc., and you stand back and you admire what you have created it, you feel good within yourself. You feel proud. And, you know, I think that is what God does. When he creates us, he wants what is best for us. The sad thing about it is that a lot of us as human beings, instead of wanting to follow God's plan for our lives, we tend to want to go the opposite direction. We tend to tell him that basically, listen, I know what is best for me, you don't. Which in the end, it always ends up in tears. I remember when I was a child growing up and, um, you know, my mom used to, and my mom used to say to me, it's a Jamaican saying, what sweet you is going to sour you, meaning you're trying so hard for something, but in the end, you're going to realize that it's not worth it. And that is it. When we go outside of the will of God, anything that we acquire outside of, outside of the will of God, it always ends up in dissatisfaction because that's not what God has planned for our lives. You know, when we look at it, because we often want to do things that we feel will bring us satisfaction, that we feel will bring us joy and the happiness that we need. And this is why people are searching or people are more interested in riches and vanity and the things of life that satisfies them. But then that only satisfies us in the short term. It doesn't give us a fulfillment. It doesn't give us that deep inner joy that we require. And that is what happens when what we have acquired is outside of the will of God. When we look at some of these celebrities, you know, they have millions upon millions and they have so many things at their disposal. They have the best, they have money that can buy the best things in life. And I mean, physical life that is. But yet still a lot of them tell you that they're so empty inside. They are searching for something else. Something else is missing. And the thing is this, what is missing is a relationship with God. What is missing is because God was not in the middle or in the center or at the front of what it is they're acquiring. So there will always be that emptiness inside. And the first scripture that I'm going to read for you guys is taken from Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 to 6. And it says here, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. And that is it. When we trust in God, regardless of what, when we completely trust in him, he will direct us. The Bible tells us that the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered by God. And that is it. When he order our footsteps, it doesn't matter what happens on that road. We will go through ups. We will go through downs. But then at the end of the day, 
we will have that complete satisfaction. Why? Because that is the perfect will. That is a part of the plan that God has for our lives. And let's face it, we all go through it. We all go for that dream job, whether it is to be, you know, most people think that being a doctor or a lawyer or something is like the pinnacle of life, etc. And we strive for that dream job or we want to, we have that dream of being an architect or, you know, we have that dream and we will not put that dream aside only to have that dream come to pass. <clears throat> and when we started, we realized that this is not something that we wanted. We realized that we are so miserable in it or you will get that dream house that dream car and then after a while you feel still feel so empty inside i was listening to um an interview with matthew perry and he said the first time he prayed um he asked god to bless him or he asked god to you know to give him the dream job and and everything that comes with it and then he said three weeks later he received the role in friends but then when we look at the life of him sad to say it was one of decline it was taken over by you know drugs and alcoholism but then i think in his last interview before he died he said that his, his prayer was a cry out to the Lord to basically save him. And that is it. Sometimes in life we think that the material things will satisfy us. But it only satisfies us for a short period of time. And sometimes to be quite honest it never completely satisfies us. Because at the end of the day it's material things. Stuff. It is stuff that cannot satisfy us. The things of this world, no matter how they look good, they will not satisfy us. And it is only when we are following the will of God, when we are walking in his perfect plan, then we will have that deep and inner satisfaction that we so long for. In the book of Proverbs chapter 16, verse 9, it says here, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. And that is it. Sometimes we plan our lives without even acknowledging God, without even going to him and asking him, is this what you want for me? Is this your plan for my life? But we just go on ahead and make plans. Some of us plan for like five years down the line, 10 years down the line. When you look on the news today with these um, people, they're planning like for the year 2030, the year 2040, we don't even know if the world is going to be around that long. Why? Because we're making plans outside of going to God. And this is what happens when we as human beings have that pride within ourselves, thinking that we are the masters of our own destiny. At the end of the day, we are not the masters of our own destiny because God is in control. God is the one who knows where we are going. And we need to get in sync with him. We need to get on in line with his plans for our lives. In the book of Psalms 37 verse 4, it says here, Delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. And that is it. When we seek God, when we delight in him, that innermost desire, he will give it to us. 
but that innermost desire must also be within his will because the Lord will not give us something that is outside of his will because there are times when we ask for something outside of the will of God and instead of it drawing us closer to God, it will push us further away from God. And in the sense here, when I just said it a while ago with Matthew Perry, he asked and he received. But instead of drawing him closer to God, seeing that God answered his prayer, so to speak, it further pushed him away. In the book of Psalms 32 verse 8, it says here, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. And that is it. When we receive wise counsel from the Lord himself, there is absolutely no way that we can go wrong. Because why? He is all wisdom. He knows the end from the beginning. He is the alpha and the omega. And instead of thinking that we can do things ourselves it is time that we as human beings realize that there is a bigger person above us and that bigger person is God Almighty that bigger person is the creator and it is time that we as human beings come off our pride and become so humble in front of the in front of God himself knowing that what he wants for us is to is something that is good, it is not bad. When we even look at salvation in itself, people don't want to be saved. They choose not to be saved. They choose not to believe in God. They're turning away from God. But when you look at it, salvation in itself is coming back in alignment with God, coming back into a relationship with him, coming back to serve him and to worship God. In the end of it, we will worship, we all will worship something, whether we worship our, our family, our children, our, our jobs. You know, people worship celebrities. Why? I have no idea. But at the end of the day, when we are worshiping man-made things, that will not satisfy us. The scripture tells us that we are worshiping things that are made with with our hands instead of worshiping the creator we're worshiping the created instead of worshiping the creator and we know that the lord is a jealous god and he will not share his glory with anyone we were not created to worship anyone or anything outside of god and then in the book of jeremiah you know what before i read that i'm just going to share a testimony because these things are, especially this, what I'm speaking about now, is something near and dear to me because I've gone through it myself. And this is it. When you're walking outside of the will of God, that satisfaction, that longing in your heart is not going to be fulfilled until you have come back into doing the will of God. So... You know, I've studied law for a few years. I went and did my law degree and I was successful at it. I passed the law degree here in the United Kingdom. And um, after law, you can either choose to become a barrister or you can choose to become a solicitor when you have your degree. So, you know, my husband and I, we chose to become barristers. And to be quite honest, I enjoyed doing the course, 
but I didn't really love doing the course, if you understand what I mean. I guess I was just going through the motions. Because when my husband said, oh, let us go and do the bar. Within me, I wasn't really interested. But I just went ahead, you know, same way. So I failed. <laughs> I failed the bar. <clears throat> Sorry about that. I failed the bar and then I went on to do another course still in the legal field. And then I failed that as well. And I remember when I got my results and I saw that I failed it, I was heartbroken and I cried and I cried and I cried. And I said to the Lord, I prayed to you, I sought your counsel, etc., etc. But yet still I failed. What, what was it? And then I heard ever so softly, I know the plans I have for you. And then when I heard that, automatically, I just stopped. I just stopped because I knew that was the voice of the Holy Spirit telling me that, listen, all that you were planning, that's not what I wanted you to do. I know the plan. He, he was saying to me, he knows the plans he has for me. And then I remember I went out with my friends that same night because I rang them and told them that, listen, I failed my exam. And they thought I wasn't going to come out again. And I said, no, I'm still coming. So when I went out and then when I came back home, the Lord gave me a dream. And in the dream, I heard a song that said, God's not done with you. He has a plan. This is part of it. He's going to finish what he started. And I woke up saying, I know that song. And then I found that song in my iTunes um, library. And it's a song, I think it's by Torren Wells, if memory serves. And it's such a beautiful song, really. It's, it's basically saying that when you think that you're at the end and, you know, what is going to come of your life, etc. Because you have tried everything and then nothing comes true. It's saying that God's not done with us yet. He has a plan and what we're going through is a part of it. Do I regret doing my law degree and going to the bar? No, I don't. Why? Because at the end of the day, I'm able to do certain things legally for myself instead of paying a lawyer. You know, I can go into court and stand before a judge and speak because I have knowledge of what it is I'm speaking about. Or I can help a friend who may need some legal advice. Whilst I'm not a lawyer, I can point them in the right direction and questions to ask when they do go see a lawyer. So no, I, haven't, I don't regret doing it. That's knowledge that I've learned at the end of the day. And that's knowledge that cannot be taken away from me. And that knowledge can be used to help others. So, you know, when I heard that, I'm like, okay, then father, you know, let thy will be done. And then moving forward years upon years, I'm doing this now. Have I ever dreamt in my wildest dream that I'll be doing this, doing YouTube or writing blogs, etc. about the goodness of God? Absolutely not. I thought that I would be working in an office 
until it's retirement or until my day comes for me to close my eyes, I'll be working in an office 95 Monday to Friday doing the same thing over and over for years upon years upon years. That was what I thought I would be doing because I went to school back home in Jamaica to do that, to do typing, secretarial work, that sort of a thing. But that is it. God now told me and stepped in and said, listen, I know the plans I have for you. I know the plans I have for you. And that is what I'm trying to say. Regardless of what it is, seek the will of God for your life because he knows the plans he has for you. At the end of the day, he was the one who created us. So he knows where he wants us to be. He knows what path he wants us to take. And I'm just going to read Jeremiah 29. I'm going to read from verse 11 to 14. And it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. And that is it. A lot of us, we feel that the Lord is just sitting there in heaven judging us each time we do wrong. And that is so not true. You know, this scripture, it says in, in a nutshell, he knows the plans he has for you. Imagine that. Plans to make you prosper and not to harm you. And that is it. You know, plans not to harm us. Why would God create us and then turn around and harm us? You know, that would just be total wickedness. It's as if a, cha a mom or a parent, you know, a child is born in that family and then that family turn around and harms that child. When we as human beings hear that our heart grieves us, can you imagine when the father who sees that knowing that children are a gift of the womb, you know, when parents harm their children, oh, it hurts his heart. And he's telling us here that his plans for us is not to harm us. So all I am saying to you is trust in the Lord with all your heart. Trust his plans for your lives. You may not understand where it is going. You may not realize the path you may have to go through some ups and some downs and some rocky grounds believe me i myself are go is going through some ups and some downs and some rocky grounds and there are times when i even question it and saying father god is this the will for me because if it is the will for me surely it wouldn't be so hard surely it would be much easier than this but when we look in the scriptures when we see how, you know, people persevere regardless of what. Why? Because they want to be in the perfect will of God. And when we look around us as well, when we hear testimonies of people who, like God told them to quit their jobs, and they're questioning it. Did I really hear from God? Did I really hear God tell me to, quest, to, to quit my job and to do something else? What am I going to do? How am I going to feed my family? How am I going to pay my rent, my mortgage, etc.? But regardless of the doubts that were coming in their mind, they trusted the Lord. And in the end, they saw his plan. And even with me, myself now, I don't know what God has in store for 
what I am doing now. But I am trusting him knowing that he knows the plans he has for me. I don't have to know the bigger picture. I don't have to know where it is going. All I have to do is to take it one step at a time. And that's all you have to do. You don't have to know where he's leading you. Why? Because he's leading you to something good. He's not leading you to something that is going to bring harm to you. And then when you get to that side, you will say, oh, this is why I went through this. This is why I went through that. So, um, you know, just trust God. Trust his plan for your lives. Because at the end of the day, he is our father. He is our heavenly father. And there's a part in the scripture that says, I think it was Jesus who said it, that says, we who are wicked, we know how to give good gifts to our children, much less our heavenly father, you know, who is all perfect. He will give us good gifts. And at the time he was speaking about the Holy Spirit, he will give us the Holy Spirit if we ask him. And that is it. We who are so wicked, when our children come to us, we will give them good advice in things. Much less our father, when we go to him and ask him and say, okay, father, show me the path to take. Why do we think he wouldn't do it? His word is his bond and he will never go back on his word. Why? Because God is not a liar. God is not a man and therefore he cannot lie. Because lying lips are an abomination unto him. And if he goes back on his word, then, you know, he wouldn't be truthful. And we wouldn't be able to stand on his promises. But we can stand on the promises of God. Because he's a good God. He's a good father. And just just trust him. Trust the father. Trust him. If he has given you a business idea, go with it. You're not going to see, you may not see results immediately, but keep on persevering. And I'm taking that advice even for myself because the Lord has placed in my heart to start a business. Are there times when I want to give up? Of course, of course. There are loads of times when I want to give up, when I want to throw in the towel and say, that's it, that's not, this is not for me. But yet still, something just keeps on pushing me. And I think I've done a podcast about it um, already, about don't giving up, don't quit, which is in perfect alignment with this trusting God's plans for our, li for our lives. And that is it. Keep on pushing through. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter even if you can't see the end. It's not for us to see the end. It is only for God to see the end. Only him alone can see the future. But all he's saying is trust his plan. Trust the direction he's taking you. And I say thank you very much for listening to this podcast. And as always, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. And may the countenance of the Lord forever rest upon you and give you peace. And I say shalom, shalom, shalom. And I'm just going to read Jeremiah 29 verse 11 again for you. 
For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And that is it. Let us go forward knowing that God is good. And the plans he has for us is to prosper us and not harm us. And to give us hope and a future. And I say God bless you all. And have a very wonderful day. And remember, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. And he will make straight your paths. And I say shalom, shalom, shalom. And have a God bless day everyone. Bye, bye.